You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is gold. Basketball gold. You're tuned into the best Cleveland Cavaliers podcast in all the land. Basketball gold. Hosted by Mike Fratello and Jeff Phelps. Brought to you by Betway.com. Betway for the sport of it. Gambling problem? 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Basketball Gold with Fratello and Phelps. I'm Jeff Phelps, 92.3 The Fan in Cleveland. My partner, Mike Fratello former NBA head coach with the Cavaliers and the Atlanta Hawks and the Memphis Grizzlies, now doing color analyst work with the Los Angeles Clippers and the Cleveland Cavaliers. You're in a hotel room, I can tell. Where are you? What's going on? In Los Angeles. I uh, just got done with a, a great game. The Clippers at home against Golden State. Golden State having lost eight in a row on the road, seven wins away from home um, the whole season, coming in desperate for a win because they had identical records as the Clippers. And it was just a great game. Curry going for 50 points. I mean, I've seen him be good. I've seen him be great. He was maybe a step beyond great. His ability to make shots, I don't mean just three-pointers. I mean, going to the basket, right hand off balance, left hand off balance, off the glass. He was spectacular. And to hear the fans react to a performance like that. And at the same time, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George were kind of doing the same thing, just not scoring quite the same amount of points, but making as many big shots. And it wound up to be one or two plays down the stretch and opened the game up a little bit. And the Clippers wind up holding on for the win. So that gave them the tiebreaker over Golden State. If it comes down to that at the end of the season for a position. But for the Clippers, obviously, it opened up a one-game lead then over Golden State and got them closer to that home court advantage spot, the four teams above them. Before we get into some Cleveland Cavalier talk, and we're going to talk a little bit about the playoffs coming up later and the NCAA tournament, I, I want to ask you something about Golden State, Mike. First of all, how does a team without much experience go seven and twenty-seven as we speak on the road in a season? That's that's stunning to me because they're so talented, they're so good, and, and they're so experienced. Yet seven wins on the road, as you mentioned. Well, one thing to keep in mind is the way schedules work sometimes, and it started out again for them. They're on a five straight game road trip, so if you get hit with one of those four, five, or six-game stretches that you're on the road and you have key guys out, let's keep in mind Curry was out for a while before he just came back recently. You know, Wiggins has been out, and all they're saying is it's personal reasons Right. Uh, before, and everyone obviously hoping that whatever the situation is, uh, 
They want all the best for him and his family. But if he rejoins them, think about what a force and factor he was. He averaged over 18 points a game last season of winning the championship, but it was the job he did defensively on the other stars along the way in the playoffs that really brought people's attention to how good a player he really is. And I think that's him being around guys like Curry, guys like Thompson, having a Steve Kerr as a head coach that have been able to pull this out of Draymond Green, who's not afraid to go up to him and say, hey, this is what we need you to do. And if you do this, you'll give us a chance to win a championship. Uh, so when you're missing two key guys like that, even a third key guy, and you hit one of those road stretches, the losses can build up quickly. So I know Steve Kerr's, you know, totally upset with that. But Steve has been around. Steve understands all this. And prior to the game that night, you know, he said, we, we need to win on the road. We need to uh, reaffirm that we're a really good team. He said, we're playing well right now. We'll welcome, you know, Wiggins back whenever it is the time, if and when it's the right time. But in the meantime, we've got enough to win games, and, and they certainly do. Uh, the Clippers just that particular night had a couple baskets more. Last thought on, on the Warriors, Mike. And you mentioned Steve Kerr. Steve's done a phenomenal job in, in his first head coaching opportunity at Golden State. That seems hard to believe, but he's been there a long time now. And it's been he's been terrific, obviously, as the championship rings to prove it. And he had the offensive philosophy coming in as a great three point shooter himself. But but even for Steve, I would imagine I'm wondering as an NBA head coach, how challenging is it to know if you watch a Golden State game, some of the shots these guys put up, you just think, oh, God, don't shoot that. Oh, that was terrific. Nicely done. How do you balance knowing that you have a guy who might be the best shooter ever and that any shot could be a good shot with some shots that just don't look very good. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's look at his backup on that same team. Behind Curry, you have Poole. And Poole has taken to obviously playing against him in practice every day and watching him in every game. Picked up some of the Curry mentality. Has worked and worked and worked on his shot. And it's so dangerous when he comes. You got a guy who comes off the bench who can go for 30 on a given night. Or yeah. if they play him as a starter when Curry was out, he could replace a lot of the points that Curry scores night in and night out. To me, the key would be, if I were coaching nowadays, the first thing would be a sit-down meeting with everyone and a line of communication of what we feel are good three-point shots, what we feel are not good three-point shots. How are they coming? Are they coming down where you dribble the ball down, no pass, stop, jack it up, boom? You can get that anytime. Well, let's have an understanding of what we consider to be a good shot. And now with the work that you can do with video stuff, you sit with those people, just at the team as a whole, watch and say, guys, stop it. Is that a good shot or not a good shot? And hear what they have to say. That's a good shot. Why is it a good shot? How high a percentage shot do you think that that is? Hmm. 
Next one. Runner, stop right there. Good shot or not a good shot? So that they have to get a feel for how you're thinking, what makes a good shot, what doesn't make a good shot, and let them talk about what they think so that in the end you come to an agreement of in the game, if a guy comes down, critical time, and he hoists one up and it misses everything, and he looks over at you, you look at him and you go, nah, not what we consider a good shot, you know. Yeah. So when, if you have that understanding and you move on during the season, it's not like every game you got to go back in the locker room and say, well, we took a bunch of bad shots tonight. Do they even know what a bad shot is? Have you sat with them before and told them what mm. you consider to be a good shot versus a bad shot? That's interesting. You've done this before. Once or twice. Cavaliers are sitting in fourth place as we speak in the Eastern Conference. Uh, record is 44 and 28 as we speak, and it's three games better than where they were last year, Mike. I would think everybody would agree they're on a better path. Right now, four games behind the 76ers for the third spot, two and a half ahead of the Knicks. So, you know, and then Brooklyn's behind the Knicks. They're four ahead of the Nets, the Cavs are. So it's starting to feel like you're looking at a Cavaliers, New York Knicks, Cavaliers, Brooklyn Nets first round series. The one thing I think that is clear. And, and I'll keep my fingers crossed on this. The Cavaliers are going to avoid the play-in tournament. Certainly looks that way. And I would think, Mike, that was probably goal number one going into the season. So to me, already you've achieved goal number one, which puts this season on a real path for success. Well, let me ask you this. There's a fine line, I think. If you make the play-in, can you say you made the playoffs or not until you qualify from the play-in? Yeah. To make the playoffs, so I'll call it postseason basketball with the play-in, and then I'll call the playoffs if you get out of the play-in and get into the playoffs. Does, does right. that? There's another that okay? there. Yeah, and I think that I asked that because I wanted to help answer your question about. Yes, that was definitely one of their goals, not to have to go through a play-in game to get to play in the playoffs. So they've given themselves an opportunity now with the record that they have right now, uh, sitting comfortably. When you're when you're 15 games, 16 games above the 500 mark, and you're in the backstretch of games right now, you should feel pretty, feel pretty comfortable that you're a good team and you're good enough to win your share of these last 10, last 11, last 12 games going down the stretch. So now you're fighting for something different. You're not fighting for 10 or 9. Now you're fighting for 3 or 4 to see if you can get home court advantage along with being one of the top six teams to go into the playoffs. And to me, clearly, the top three teams have been, and you can put them in whatever order you want, but the top three teams have been Milwaukee, have been Boston, have been Philadelphia, mm -hmm. as far as potential to move on in the Eastern Conference with the Cavaliers right behind them. I think the Cavaliers have been more consistent than Miami has been up to this point, but Miami is good enough to be equal to the Cavaliers if they weren't so inconsistent, but they were shorthanded so much of the time, Miami. So all that adds up as far as the depth of the rosters, et cetera. But going in from this you know, point on, the stretch run, I don't know how you can get an argument that Boston, Milwaukee, Philly aren't the top three teams in people's eyes for what they've accomplished and how good they are. I would agree with you completely on that. I think that's absolutely true. This has been Basketball Gold, brought to you by Betway.com. Betway, for the sport of it. Gambling problem? 1-800-GAMBLER.